Right, well, PC David uh, Wardell, I think the first thing I have to say to yourself and your man's best friend, Finn, who's just under the table there, really enjoying things. Well done. Many congratulations. Is, is this a, a bit of a surprise, being one of the Friends for Life finalists? It's a huge honour. Um, Finn, Finn was originally entered into it in 2017, but because the court case hadn't happened, uh, we were, had to be withdrawn. And I thought that was the end of um, you know us ever having a chance. And then to, to to get a phone call to say that we'd been nominated, and then another phone call to say, guess what, you're a finalist, you're a finalist. was just amazing. Well, there you go. Well, let's touch on this court case because again, my notes tell a big story about Finn and a role that he's played with you in a, a, a certain incident. You can tell us about about it now, but it's uh, really important as to why you're here, and it. Sh- pretty much sums up the courage that Finn has and you as a, as a police officer but the fantastic role that you actually play in society keeping the baddies at bay hopefully yeah I mean um, even before you know before that incident Finn had had probably about 300 of his own arrests he'd recovered you know tens of thousands of pounds worth of stolen equipment and 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 been able to return heirlooms back to burglary suspects. He'd had an amazing career, um, and we'd brought down some some very dangerous people in our time. And uh, the fifth of October, two thousand and sixteen, was a shift like any other. We were running through the streets chasing a robbery suspect at the time on foot, and um, we suspected that he might have had uh, a weapon. We thought he had a, a like a police-style baton, which Finn and I are trained to to deal with. But it wasn't until we caught up with him that. I realised that it wasn't a baton at all. It was the biggest knife I've ever seen on the street. And the first time I got a good look at it was as it was coming out of Finn's chest. Finn uh, quickly realised what was going on. If he hadn't have done or if he'd have run off to look after his own injuries, which is you know perfectly normal behaviour for an animal, I wouldn't be talking to you now. But Finn realised much, much quicker than I did what was going on. And he then put himself in the way of the next thrust of the knife, which was aiming for my head and my neck, because I was over the top of Finn. Um, which meant he took the power out of the thrust of the, of the guy and, and meant that I only sustained a minor stab wound to the hand. But even after that, again, you know, Finn could have run off. The size of the knife and where I initially saw it coming from, I suspected I probably only had a few minutes with my best mate and we were both fighting for our life. Finn kept hold of the uh, offender and helped me disarm him. Uh, Back up, weren't weren't far away, they were only in the next road. They came in, took hold of the, the suspect after we disarmed him. And then I started to tend to Finn, and my my world fell apart because I saw where the blood was coming from, um, and I thought that was the end of my best mate. Well, from your immediate story, from the the story, my immediate thoughts would be from that first wound or stabbing of Finn. How on earth did he continue to be able to protect you? You know, you said it was in his chest. Yeah, I would have thought that that blow in itself would have been fatal. Well, absolutely. I mean. Uh, you know, animal behaviour w- will tell you that an animal that's been injured that seriously will run off and look after themselves. But he didn't. He stayed. He stayed there with his best mate, and he wasn't about to to watch his uh, his best mate, his dad, me. Um, you know, receive a, a similar blow. So you know, his actions that night, without doubt, saved my life. But it's so so humbling. You know, th- these animals are out there. Every day, every night, normally when we're tucked up in bed, looking after us and protecting us, um, 
Uh, and if we can celebrate the work that they do in some way, then we'll, we'll be a winner, even yeah, no matter well, what happens in the competition. Hopefully the public can somehow appreciate it. But you more than most, I, I think, Dave, because, again, obviously you appreciate now what Finn has done to you, basically saved your life. But where does that come from? I think I was saying to one of the other finalists, you know, this bond that dogs seem to have with humans they just seem to you say regardless of their own safety well-being at times they will step in and it doesn't seem to matter and i just wonder where that comes from can can you having been involved with dogs put your finger on it at all the only thing i can sort of equate it to is you know talking about the 300 arrests that finn had had previously we'd had amazing adventures to get to some of those arrests you know we'd gone uphill down dale through you know we've tracked through rivers um, and we've had amazing, you know, absolutely fantastic adventures. Uh, some of which we we, we put in, into um, into our book. And and I think when you spend that much time with a dog, and hopefully the other finalists have said that as well. When you spend that much time with a dog, when you get inside each other's minds, you know, nobody knows Finn as much as I do, and nobody knows me as much as Finn does. We are inseparable. We get each other. We know. We feed off of each other, and that's vital when you're working on the street. You you need that that sort of that that level of relationship and bond. Yeah, very uh, much to be a so. successful yeah. and safe team. Yeah, and. Is Finn or was Finn or is Finn your first police dog as a as a police dog handler? Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was coming towards his, the end of his career at that point, which meant okay. that he was at the top of his game. Yeah. He was absolutely phenomenal police dog. Okay, so you saw that, did you? Did you see? Because quite often people will say that this. Um, Again, when you learn a trade and uh, and everything else, you could see him becoming more and more experienced oh, yeah. in what it was that he needed to Absolutely. do. The only thing I had to do towards the end of his career was to drive him to the jobs. Yeah. If he <laughs> could drive himself, I would have been out of a job. He, do- he doesn't need me at all. he wasn't able to do that. Yeah. You, say, you say it's an honour to actually have been put forward as a finalist, Huge Dave, job. but the role that you play... And again, how we all feel about the role that you do play serving the, the public, does that bring you a sense of you know, pride and comfort as well? Because it's, it's, an, it's a crucial role, especially when we think about knife crime and how prevalent that seems to be in society at the moment. I, I'm hugely privileged in the, in the specific role that I do as a dog handler. I think you know, to work with these animals is, is an amazing honour. And if you look back at the history of, of police uh, dogs and horses, you'll see the amazing work that they've done and the huge difference that they've made. And sadly, due to, to government cuts, the you know the police horses and police dogs in this country are are being cut. But the work that they do, the work that they continue to do day in, day out, you only have to look on social media because the, the, the social media accounts of police dogs is, uh, are amazing yeah. and they have a massive following. And you see the results that they bring in. And um, it does beg a belief that we are being cut, but they, it is such a phenomenal, and I'm very proud, of what, what I do with, with these animals. They're fantastic. Finn's Law. Tell me about Finn's Law. What is it and what is it, what's it all about? So Finn's Law came about because uh, Finn's offender was charged with criminal damage um, and the public couldn't understand why and they started questioning it. Questioning it. And, a, and a colleague started a petition um, a couple of days after and it reached 127,000 signatures in 11 days. Such was the feeling that criminal damage wasn't right. Why was Finn being treated uh, as an inanimate object? And, and Finn's not the only police dog that's had that. There's been others that have been charged with criminal damage, and there's been other animals that have had no charge brought against offenders that have hurt them. 
because it's diff it was difficult for prosecutors to, to do it. They kind of ended up with criminal damage with us because it's the only thing they could find. And the public couldn't understand why uh, we're asking these animals to go out and do the job that they're doing, and yet we're not prepared to protect them. When you look at Canada and Australia and New Zealand, and even places like China and Nigeria where they do have service animal bills, well, why don't we in the UK? We're apparently a nation of animal lovers, and we clearly love our dogs. Why do our service animals So is that bill not there at the moment? and that's what Finn's Law is fighting for. So, yeah, that's what Finn's Law is fighting for. Um, it's currently in Parliament. It's due its third reading uh, this Friday, Friday the uh, 8th of February. Uh, if that's successful, it will go to the Lords and be debated in the Lords, and then who knows, maybe one day it will be a And pretty much at this, then service dogs, service animals, that will protect them from that type of yeah. prosecution basically which just seems to be incredible. madness doesn't yeah. it and then incredible yeah absolutely if we're going to That's use these animals and I think we should because they are amazing yeah. there's nothing that can replace them there's no piece of kit out there that can do what they do then it's our responsibility to make sure that they're looked after and protected it sounds so simple but it's obviously <laughs> taken a long time as do all things uh, politically um Finn's retired now, yes. but obviously got to put a show together. But I'm assuming that Finn's still with you at home. Is, is oh, that case, Dave? Yeah, we've got three young children at home. Finn's one of six dogs at home, including the two working dogs that I've got. And um, he's slotted into home life very well, sits in front of the fire, yeah. plays with the children. He's a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, dog at home. But he, he also gets up to adventures as well. He's been yeah. to Miami. He's been on a jet ski. He goes surfing paddleboarding he's had a, a, a lovely retirement just a serious question if you don't mind on that how does he come out of work mode in a family home I know you're maybe still around but <laughs> yeah. let's say if you, we'll speak to your wife Gemma in just a second but with the family and not got that you know kind of working control from yourself is that ever a concern or anything like that? Uh, I mean, he has had to have some sort of detraining or training yeah. um, in order to help him in civilian life, and there are still things that he does react to. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've helped him as best we can to He's relax learning. and switch off. But he's a German yeah. Shepherd, so he never yeah, really switches exactly. off. <laughs> yeah. um, but he does, I mean, he used to live outside, and now he lives inside. So it is a, it is a different world to him. Um, but he's he's shown no signs of, of any issues at home. He, lo he If I'm not there, he sits in the bay window waiting for me to come you home. turn up. Yeah. yeah. And we Dave? go off and where's, have fun Where's together, Dave? Still. Well, let's, Dave, let's have a quick word, if you don't mind, Gemma, coming in on this conversation as well, and Arlene across as well. Um, if you don't mind me just touching on the incident that Dave has explained, where, you know, that, her, that horrendous uh, knife crime... Um, you realise, from Dave's point of view, exactly the type of job that he goes to a, on a daily basis. That must be tough for yourself as, uh, as uh, Dave's partner, obviously knowing exactly what can happen to Finn and obviously to Dave. It is. I mean, I'm a police officer as well, so he well, has it, goes. you know, yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Um, but I know... Well, you're in that situation as well yeah. then, there's me not knowing that, uh, Gemma, but, you know... But me, you know, exactly. um, when Dave goes out to work... He's got the dog with him. Yeah. So I don't worry. No. <laughs> I don't worry about him at all. Do you think all he's well looked after having oh, had Finn alongside definitely, him? Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. I never I mean, worried about him at all. 
Um, but I never want to live through that night again. But again, you can see that wonderful bond. You're more aware of that. You've got more dogs as well. You've got one just sat along here. So, say, obviously a dog-loving family. They've been a big part of it. But we, again, all of these finalists here, everyone realises that special bond and friendship and comfort and everything else that dogs bring to us, oh, don't they, Gemma? Def- definitely, definitely. And, um, you know, Dave, with his job, spends more time, or, you know, used to spend more time with Finn than he did with, with me. With you, yeah. <laughs> well, that could be a little bit so. difficult, Dave. I know ex- I know exactly what you mean. But uh, an incredible story. It's, it's, it's great to, to hear things like that. Um, you wouldn't be without Finn now, would you? You know no. you know how much it means to Dave, but I'm sure it, he means just as much to you and the rest of the family, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, Gemma? Finn was... When he, we've always discussed when he was going to retire, and we've always said he was always going to stay with us, um, no matter what. You know, once he retired. Um, so I mean, even more so now, sort of after the incident, it was, yeah, he's, he's never leaving us. No, good. So, well, he's uh, yeah. going to be by your side, Dave, when you go to Crust that final yeah. day. Nerves from the two. I'm assuming you're going as well. Yeah. Gemma, Dave, you. You not know worried what? about I, it? I've, I've seen the other stories. We're not going to win. But what we, you know, what I hope we do is bring more attention to Finn's law and how yeah. absolutely amazing and vital these service animals are. And if we manage to do that, then I have one. You've, yeah, you, you've done what you wanted. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Dave, again, for, you. for telling us your story. Good luck with Finn's thank law. You. have to say that as well. And uh, hopefully the politicians will listen and that they yeah. will learn. And, uh, yeah, to yourself and to Finn, all the best at thank Friends you. for Life in the final. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.